Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Castology, the podcast where we listen to podcasts, recommend podcasts, talk about podcasts, and as of last week, we talk about snacks too. You did it! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to talk about snacks this week? No, no, no. Um, I am uh, one of your hosts, uh, not Liz Best. Um, I'm Shane Anderson, taking over temporarily for Elizabeth. Uh, and to my left is Zane C. Weber, and to my right Nick is Bleaker. And I have just successfully done an intro to you this podcast. You did so much better than I did when I first <laughs> did my first intro. I and I still uh, am fucking awful at it. So you did an excellent <laughs> job, Shane. Well done. To be fair, I did a lot of introducing the podcast on my old <laughs> oh, okay, defunct okay. podcast. So you got this. You got this already. It's too easy. Uh, we talk about podcasts. We we recommend. We what do we do at the start top of the episode? We make some recommendations, and then we review the podcast that we recommended last week. So let's jump straight into it. Um, Zane, what have you brought for us this week? I have brought a podcast called Hashtag Elder Wisdom because old people get to be cool too with their own hashtag. You forgot the subtitle. Uh, Stories from the Green Bench. Oh yes, Stories from the Green Bench is good. <laughs> Why don't they just do that anyway? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Davis and uh, Lloyd Hetherington uh, basically set up in... Well, originally they set up in a retirement village uh, on a green bench and interview people who are part of the retirement village, their stories, where they've come from, what they've done, etc., etc., etc. It's really kind of like elder wisdom. Now, this is a podcast idea that I have wanted to see for a long time, which is why I've recommended it. Now, let's just say that these people aren't the people that I would have chosen to do this podcast. Uh, And they're not particularly the stories that I'm interested in hearing. But I do love that podcasting has been adopted by older people, telling older people stories. Um, And I would love to see that this is a trend that continues in other forms. Yeah, right. Um, And probably not so American and not so um, conservative. Canadian. Well, Canadian, whatever. (laughs) Uh, culturally, it's pretty American still. Um, not Canada specifically, but this podcast. Right. Um, so just take that into account when you're listening to it. Um, this isn't a like, this is a great, uh, a whole bunch of great content for you to listen to. It is interesting content and I have listened to most of the episodes. Um, but it is, it's, it's really the idea and the methodology that I really kind of wanted to recommend um, and encourage other people to do more elder podcast right content right. uh we'll go nick what have you brought for us this week um i've i've been sitting on this one for a while i keep pushing it back um it's called one minute one heat minute productions um i'd listened to this show years and years ago i had to stop listening to it because it's a lot um but essentially <laughs> the this, well, we are really okay. confident in our recommendations <laughs> this week Shush. um so <laughs> the the purpose of the show um this journalist uh blake howard 
decided to talk about um, Michael Mann's uh, excellent movie Heat masterpiece. In, in oh, absolutely. Um, in one minute increments. So from the get go, each episode of the show talks about one minute of the film until the end of the for film. audiences not familiar with Heat. Heat is three hours long. Yeah. So a hundred and forty. No, 180, however minutes. Just look, it's a lot. 180 ish. Yeah, yeah. Ab- about that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I can do time. Um, and then it moves on to the next one, which is uh, the last of the Mohicans, then Inherent Vice, and then at the moment, I think they did uh, all the President's Men, and then they're doing Zodiac. It's a shitload. Um, but there's some really fascinating discussions that come out of this. This is like this is some fucking microscopic deep dive shit but I don't know how Blake Howard does it but the quality of guests that he gets on the show is pretty fucking yeah insane. I was looking at looking at some of the names I'm like oh my goodness I know so many of these from like yep. my film podcast that I listen so are to we, yep. are we saying deal with the devil or deal with the devil or, or, or are we talking like blackmail um, blackmail I think I think these people are looking at Blake's obsessive behavior and going, "Holy shit!" Probably need to respond to his emails, and then they have. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Um, but this is a really fascinating show because I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite deep dive as this. This is a lot, and for me, film podcasts like I think majority of us feel are very much that you have they have to capture you or you're out like that. Yeah. Um, and this one stuck with me for a while until I was like oh my god I can't fucking keep up with this but if you are looking for a absolute deep dive on the highest order this is Mariana Trench shit um <laughs> this this is the one it's called one minute heat productions because it's not just Blake there's a few other ones that have different hosts and I think what Blake had done has changed the just from the show being about heat to multiple shows under that particular right, feed so once they were done with heat they yep. started doing like multiple different movies with different hosts yeah so there was one I think that was for Josie and the Pussycats and I think there was another one that was done for the Inherent Vice I think was hosted by Travis Woods who's yep. a yeah obviously a different person um, so yeah pick a movie and get fucking going there's 441 <laughs> episodes of this it's been going since 19 no since 1997 since fucking 2017 but if it had been going since 1997 then sweet Christ they're <laughs> forward thinking people there so. would be no movies left <laughs> no no not at all uh, but yeah one heat minute productions fuck that's a mouthful very good. Um, and my recommendation for this week, I have brought uh, a fiction, fiction-adjacent uh, podcast called Monsters Out of the Closet. How uh, confident are you in this podcast? What do you mean? Like in the quality? How, did you think we'll like it? Do you have any I don't caveats think you'll like you'd it. like to make? Any disclaimers? I don't think out? you'll like it, but I'm bringing it because I think <laughs> it's important. And the, the, so, so, the, so what it is... I'll get to what it is first. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Don't jump the gun. Uh, produced by Nicole Kalande, Shriya Venkatesh, and Tara Rangan. Uh, it's it's a collection of stories, poems, songs, and other works that are queer in terms of the creators of the content and uh, the the content itself, um, and about queer things, leaning into horror or dark or weird sort of territory. Um, it's curated. It's much kind of like um, one of the ones you recommend. I think one of like 
was it Pseudopod? One of the Pseudopod ones or where, Starship where they, they're not uh, creating all of the content. They're curating it. Some people yep. will have recorded yep. themselves. So the quality definitely varies but even in, within a single episode. But I just, I go to this podcast whenever I'm sort of just in the mood for something like a, like a, a, a just a refresher of because it, it, it's very much a grab bag. You never know what you're going to get. They, they're themed episodes. They're themed like vague, like darkness or yellow. No. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> they generally is a good one. Let's do a darkness thing. That's Yeah, that's fun. They're generally themed around something and then all of the stories and there's a different number of stories depending on the length and the runtime of it. Um, so, yes, that's my recommendation. Monsters Out of the Closet. Oh, cool. So, that is one of my favourite kinds of podcasts. So, we'll, uh, that's one of the... That's TBD. One of the, that's I'm worried one of the that you won't <laughs> like it. But. It's one of the few subscriptions that I very rarely get rid of is uh, podcasts that have like this short, short form fiction yeah. um, episodes. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, now we'll go and we'll talk about our recommendations from last week. And we had a theme, as I just said, it was uh, yellow, the color on an audio format. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I reckon well. We'll, we'll go Nick. No, we'll go Zane Wee. first. Oh, Zane, the, Zane the, had the two. Yeah. Who, who presented actually yellow themed podcasts rather than just like their cover arts yellow. Uh, <laughs> so I actually recommended two yellow themed podcasts okay. because I love homework. <laughs> uh, I recommended Absorbent in Yellow, which is a SpongeBob deep dive podcast where they basically go minute by minute through a or line by line through Spongebob episodes they talk about like the cultural impact and these are like two hour long episodes about Spongebob the production values are really long great for 20 minute episodes it's yeah po- it's possible like, you've <laughs> If you've got 20 minutes of an episode and you've got three hosts and each of them have 30 seconds of content to say about each minute of of episode, (laughs) you you know, it adds up. Um, So uh, I recommended this one with the caveat of like, I would never recommend this podcast except it's so good at what it chooses to do. Um, I'm not a SpongeBob fan, but if you are a SpongeBob fan, this is for you. Um, what I am a fan of is Black and Yellow, uh, which is basically uh, two feminists, one African-American and one Asian-American, uh, talking about uh, social social and, and cultural impacts um, and issues. So that was Black and Yellow. Right. So let's start with SpongeBob, shall we? Uh <laughs> Look, it does what it says on the tin. If you like SpongeBob, you'll probably like this podcast. Um, I I listened to the very earliest episode, and then I listened mm-hmm. to the most recent episode. And what I can say is only two episodes. Yes, well, one of them's two hours long, Zane. Um, <laughs> The first one I actually didn't mind because it had some background history of the production of the show and it was very, you know, fascinating. And then he sort of did his recap. But overall, it was like about a 40, 30, 40 minute episode. So I was like, oh, this is good. And then I listened to the next one. And then it's like not one episode is under an hour and a half in their second season. (laughs) And so the length was instantly like the biggest turnoff. And I don't think it necessarily needed that because it does a lot of meandering. I don't know what you're talking about. It, it, you could present that same information in a much more efficient way so you don't have to, like, cut segments out. 
um, and there sure are a lot of segments in the later episodes. Uh, you know, it's it's a bit much for me. It's best when it's talking about the cool facts about the show or going on behind the 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 longer episode I listened to had the whole thing about the conservatives Christians trying to cancel mm. it, mm. and I was like, oh, this is fascinating. The 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 line by they literally go line of dialogue by line of dialogue, and then and there's a lot of gushing about it. There's not a lot of like dissection or analysis. It's just a lot of this line is the freaking best, and this line. Is it's the freaking best and this line is the freaking best and this is the freaking best and I'm like okay we get it you like it can we get more substance in here no it's a fan podcast for fans <laughs> by fans and that's I, I I mean that's why I did mention it when I when I brought it up like this is this is not highbrow this is not anything other than like Spongebob geeks yeah. geeking out um so yeah Nick you loved it uh <laughs> You you're now like, you're now a SpongeBob fan. Look, I of all the things in the universe, <laughs> I think SpongeBob I could not give a shit about. I literally do not give a fuck about SpongeBob. Well, not even the musical. Not even, not even the fucking memes or any of this shit. I don't care. <laughs> See, I doesn't didn't mind make... the show, but I don't love it enough to. Care. Well, like I mean, I put it on like when Nick, like Nickelodeon yeah. is a kid and whatever, and you're like, oh yeah, SpongeBob's on. You're just like, all right, <laughs> you know, oh, you funny joke. All right. Look, that aside, I was so impressed by how well this is produced. Remarkably, quality like, is very good. Yeah, like I'm sitting there because I fully expected it to be the whole, and it probably is, but the whole recording in your basement you know tap in the background screaming someone screaming on the phone in the background you know there this is this is very tightly done and that i was like fuck this is pretty impressive when you look at it from a perspective of someone who is an absolute fan of it i do appreciate that greatly (laughs) i just don't give a fuck at all the clips they play really long too like yeah quite extensive clips yeah I am interested what that means from a copyright perspective, but they are well in. Yeah, they're 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 quite, (laughs) and they are quite popular as well. Um, So yeah, I I do agree with Shane. I think there are the moments where you do get kind of the inside baseball about the show, which I find very interesting because that's interesting. I didn't know the narration was a reference to Jacques Cousteau. Yeah, I I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. That's a fun bit of trivia. I like that. And then it's line by line about SpongeBob, and then you're like, I just want to know. I just want to know how many hours of your time you dedicated to this podcast. I did two episodes, so I did two and a bit hours, and I kind of sort of skimmed most of the recap in the second episode. <laughs> I deliberately went to this to found the shortest episode after I saw when when you go into this, right? I looked at it and I was like, fuck's sake, Zane, it's two hours of this shit. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to the start. Because sometimes, you know, podcasts that hit the two hour mark, usually they start off a little bit slow. So I was like, oh yeah, good. It starts off nice. So I ended up listening to, let me do the math, probably 120 minutes of the show, which is oh, yeah, the first two three hours. episodes, yeah. which is two hours of the show. Um, look, if you're a fan of SpongeBob or whatever, great. If not, don't give fucking miss this. Miss this. <laughs> give it a fucking miss. Give it a miss. I, I just want to say, like, it's not an inherently offensive. No, podcast. it's not. It is so harmless. <laughs> but again, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is probably <laughs> one of the most harmless shows that we've yeah. ever recommended. I think so. Oh, I would agree um, with that. But what, what about Black and Yellow, which was the other podcast I recommended? Um, I like this. I liked it a fair bit. It's a solid way to, like, ease into social issues podcasts. It's definitely not as heavy as, like, yeah. Gaslit Nation or um, even uh, the There's Something About Her. It's, it's much more conversational, which I think is good for, like, a gateway. Like, if you've got someone who's, like, maybe starting to get a little bit woke, but they, they're not maybe ready to be like pounded on the head with deep Marxist theory or something like that, <laughs> give them this podcast. And uh, I think the strongest thing is the hosts. I think yeah. their background in acting helps greatly because there are versions of this podcast that are very um, ploddy, whereas these these aren't. These these are hosts, I can't remember their names from... Alana uh, and Jacqueline. Alana yep. and Jacqueline. Very good. Um, it's not information heavy, but that's... It's more anecdotal. They talk about their own experiences, but that's not a, a, a criticism. That's just what it is about. Um, and yeah, I, I thought I, I, I liked it. I, I didn't have much criticism of it. I listened to I listened to the, um, the first one and then the one about American theatre. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I didn't listen to much of it, to be completely honest, because I ended up getting sidetracked of listening to the fucking SpongeBob one. But I think for me, the thing that makes it is that Alana and Jacqueline's hosting is just yeah. fucking quality. Yeah. Like, I love those two. But I think also, like you said, Jane, it does, it isn't as heavy as stuff we've done previously and I think that's important to it because it does make it a little bit more accessible yes and I think a little bit more recommendable to people that may be exploring that or maybe want to look on it on a deeper level I know that I, from, I remember reading Alana or Jacqueline one of them is or, or both of them are incredibly well educated in I think like critical race theory and stuff like that so they're very well informed about what they're talking about and I think that's a really key thing for me listening to this I actually subscribed to it because I was like I'm actually fascinated to, to go back and catch up on what I've missed. Like I, yeah. I only literally only listened to uh, the violence against um, Asian Americans um, episode like one year later because it's sort of yeah. in the news and, and has been in the news. And um, I'm excited to go back and listen to more episodes um, only just because, yeah, I'm devilishly behind on it. But this is absolutely one that I'm going to be recommending people as well that want to explore that or that are... You know how you kind of see people posting things on Facebook and sometimes you, it's it's either ignorant or it's just like you're not well informed. Yeah. This is the kind of thing just that I'd be like... There. Yeah, this yeah. is the kind of thing where I'd be like, hey, give this a listen because this will actually probably help with your line of thinking or like... Yeah. That's, this is where I think this show is, is sort of trending for me. Um, but yeah, it's much better than fucking the absorbent and yellow. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, black and yellow wins out of the absorbent and yellow and black and yellow uh, duel that I inadvertently set up apparently. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so shall we go to the yellow coloured the cover yes. art podcasts? So uh, let's go with mine. I recommended Rating Descending, hosted by Michelle St. Clair and Abigail Ward, where they go through IMDb's worst 250 movies so that you don't have to. They're reviewing it. They're two uh, film literate. They both work in film. Um, and, yeah, it's a fun movie discussion, dissection analysis podcast about bad movies. What did you guys think? I think you said this up really well um, by saying that the hosts are the important part of this podcast. Mm, yeah. Um, they really do make it. Like, that's the thing. I listen to a lot of film podcasts, um, and usually the hosts are why I stop listening to <laughs> film podcasts. Uh, but, yeah, no, I've subscribed to this one, and I'll probably Yay. keep listening to it at least for a while. I don't imagine any either of their voices are going to get annoying soon. 
Um, but yeah, like they both have very interesting things to say. And they've come from different, because uh, Abigail's a writer and Michelle is like an editor mm. director. So they sort of have different things that they focus on within the, the movies. Did you Which episodes did you listen to? Uh, you recommended God's Not Dead. <laughs> the love actually of faith-based <laughs> films. <laughs> but, so it's I my favourite episode of I theirs. listened to all of that one and then I listened to about half of like five others. Right. Just to kind of get a spread. Um, when Because I listened to that one, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to subscribe. So I'm just... Just listen to a spread just kind of get and all of the the episodes are like of a quality like there's no real yeah. jumps and downs because again like it's not there's not a lot of like guests or anything on mm. there so it's um yes yeah, so this is this is a high recommend for me yeah yeah, yeah it very much is a i think zane you make the point it very is it very, it very much is made by michelle and, and abigail i think both of them their interplay is really really important and if it's not there then this is just another thing i still stand by the fact this is a fucking great idea I, this is like one of those things that <laughs> i feel like that i would do with my friends where it'd be yep. like all right every saturday or every few saturdays we're going to start on 250 and then work our way up um i listened to the butterfly effect too <laughs> that's a good it's, it's, it's great listening to ones for movies i haven't seen and then ones i have seen both give you a very different yeah. feeling as well i like that and, and i think I, like i subscribe to it because i think for me this is the perfect episode like the perfect show that you can just pick and choose where i yep. can be like all right i know all right i want to listen to home alone 3 i'm gonna go and listen to home alone 3 um <laughs> probably wouldn't do that hannah montana the movie i listened to that as well um i don't know why actually <laughs> why the fuck did i listen to that anyway it doesn't matter um again it's very straightforward yep. like and i i don't say that as a way to um as a critique i just think that that's actually a good thing you mm. get what you get it's just some honestly some critical discussion about some of the shittiest movies ever made <laughs> yeah and i think sometimes that's just a lot of fun to listen to and the fact that michelle and, and abigail both have um sort of professional stakes in the industry i think pays really really well for them as yep. well um so yeah this is 100 percent a subscribe for me Woo. just because um there are some cracking movies on this fucking oh yeah list. Oh my god! Like Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeak. Yeah. Well, come on! They froze the list because the list changes quite daily because it's based on IMDb ratings. So they froze the list on when they first made it. Yeah. And so I just sort of went ahead and looked at some of the things they've got, like the Thunderbirds live action one coming. Oh up my god! I can't wait. Oh, that ruined wait. everything for me. I loved it as a kid. I can't. I oh, I know. I love. I love Thunderbirds, but Jesus Christ! Oh, no, I loved action. the live action oh, movie god. as no, a kid. Shame. You, but I uh, see. I was. I was quite young. I was okay, quite I'll, young. Uh, yeah. Actually, didn't know any better. Yeah. <laughs> Where was your critical thought <laughs> when I was eleven? I only liked critically acclaimed films when I like was like Citizen Kane <laughs> and only Citizen Kane. Mm, I did like Citizen Kane, but I didn't see that until I was like fourteen. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> um, and we'll we'll finish up on uh, Nick's podcast. Uh, yeah. So mine is uh, today explained from Vox Media, a podcast that literally talks about daily things in the news, mostly in the United States, but also around the world sometimes as well. Um, but it doesn't. It's not all politics. It's technology. It's sport. It is uh, race issues. Everything that affects America, because America is a dumpster fire. Um, what did you all think? I loved it. I'm a huge uh, like I like Vox's YouTube. I love their mm. sort of deep dives into random esoterica and things I didn't know about, and the very clear and concise way they explain stuff on yeah. their YouTube absolutely carries through here. This was like an instant subscribe for me. I listened to the NFT one, yeah, <laughs> because I still don't quite yep. get why it's a thing, <laughs> but they explained at least what it is yeah. quite well to me. Um, and then I listened to the one which I think it was actually a spin off to another show they're doing, but the one about ears. Oh yeah, 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 which yeah, was yeah. so. 
I had no idea that we don't really. Uh, uh, no, no, the ears. Um, the nose. Sorry, the nose one. Um, wrong scent. Uh, wrong scent. Uh, <laughs> the nose one. How they don't really quite know how smell works, but they're getting like dogs to sniff out coronavirus, and I'm like, what the hell? What? This, it's so fascinating. Yeah. I love it. And the guests, they get really great guests on, which is true of their their YouTube channels as well. They get informed scientific experts in the field, and they give them the space to talk in very clear ways about exactly what they're talking about. So I. I loved it. Like, I don't have really any criticisms mm. on it. So. I'd argue that Vox pioneered, I think, in the in the sort of the rise of new media, they pioneered those explainer videos, short, sharp, under 10 minutes explaining things that are in the news, but doing it in a way that's, like, really accessible to. Like, their explainer videos are, like, on another level. I, I love that they're also not, like, it's not just let's talk about the thing that's in the public zeitgeist. It's, oh, here's some some part of it that's not clarified to everyone, so mm. let's clarify in a very clear way or illuminating something you didn't know about, like the nose thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I I mean, I'm the same. Like, I I have yet to hear a bad Vox podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said, I don't subscribe to many current events podcasts just because I very rarely listen to podcasts the day that they are released. Yeah. Um, but, like, this is very good quality and, like you said, like, experts talking about things that they know and... And the things that are important. So, yeah, there's not really much... Like, this is good content done well. Uh, I haven't subscribed because, again, I daily podcasts like this I usually just end up with a back catalogue of like 12 and I delete yeah. the, uh, the seven that I'm yeah. not going to listen to that one day I think that's the yeah. problem with daily podcasts is that they're not particularly timeless until yeah. they, they choose to be you know like yeah. the, like the New York Times Daily I love that one but it is very much a, if you miss one or two days you're probably not going to yeah. go back and listen to it unless it's like a special or if it's something specific Yeah. so I think that's where the, they sort of fall a bit flat I feel like Vo- like Today Explained is a little less that they are kind of timeless because yeah. they are a bit more explainer in terms of current trends I guess even though I guess that doesn't make too much sense (laughs) yeah absolutely so I I highly recommend it but I didn't subscribe right right so uh, let's backtrack on what we recommended this week so uh, Zane would you I recommended hashtag elder wisdom stories from the green bench old people telling stories to other old people (laughs) Uh, Nick Uh, I recommended one heat minute productions that's a title which is the deep dive into heat minute by minute uh, and I recommended Monsters Out of the Closet, a an anthology fiction show about queer horror-themed works of art. Uh, so that's the show for this week, and I hope I did a decent job. You did marvellous. <laughs> I won't expect you to do the socials. Okay. So if you want to reach out to us, we are on Facebook and Twitter and and Instagram, just at Castology on all of those. Uh, if you want to submit your podcast or a podcast that you're a fan of, you can go reach out either on those social media or you can go to that's not canon.com for slash castology fill out the form there uh, and that'll come straight through to us we will guarantee that we'll listen to it we won't guarantee that we'll feature it on the podcast but we'll definitely listen to it or I will at least um, so yeah so that's been us I've been Zane C. Weber here with Nick Bligger and once again our special guest Shane Anderson and keep listening to podcasts everyone Hi we're the Curiosity of a Child podcast I'm Anton the son age 10 and I'm the daddy <laughs> It's just a few multiples of ten. And we're curious about, well... Everything. The more you look at the world, the more you understand, and then the more you will see. We're a podcast about history, science, storytelling, and... The curiosity of a child. We like to dig into different topics, everything from the humble ox... 
They've been really important for the development of mankind. And in that episode, I had to learn about castration. Sorry about that. <laughs> Two, the most popular Christmas toys of yesteryear. We don't just talk, though. We like to experience. That might mean recording on location a 5,000-year-old dolmen full of spiders and reportably the entrance to the fairy realm. Or simply tasting spices from across the world to uncover where they came from, how the trade affected people's lives, and how they were used. So, please listen to the... Curiosity of a Child podcast! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 